Welcome to Environmentality, a podcast for current environmental news, lectures, and interviews with the experts. I'm your host, Brendan Anthony. Let's dive on in. And now, here's your brief update on what's been happening to the planet from around the world. Hey everyone, welcome back to your weekly dose of environmental news. Let's jump on in. First story comes to us from Antarctica, where 11 new emperor penguin colonies have just been identified via satellite. The new colonies of emperor penguins were discovered when satellite images of large stains of guano were detected. This elevates the total population of emperor penguins by about 5 to 10%, and there is now an estimated 300,000 breeding pairs on the coastline of Antarctica. The new detections elevate the number of breeding sites from 50 to 61. This is great news for emperor penguins, but the story is a bit bittersweet because although there are more penguins than originally thought, the recent decline in sea ice in recent years due to climate change poses a grave threat for these penguins. Some models are projecting an elimination of about 50% of this species by 2100 due to warmer oceans and declining sea ice. The reason why is because these emperor penguins require about eight months of sea ice along the coastline of Antarctica in order to go from an egg that's being laid to a full-fledged bird that can survive multiple months in the water during the summer months. Due to the recent changes in the ice formation and how long it stays, it poses a grave threat for penguins to be able to reproduce successfully. This has forced researchers and conservationists to call for an elevated status of the emperor penguin on the endangered species list from their current classification as near-threatened to a more urgent, quote-unquote, vulnerable classification, which would help bolster conservation efforts for the emperor penguin. Our next story comes to us from the Gulf of Mexico. Thank you for flying SpaceX. These were the words that were heard by Robert Benkin and Douglas Hurley, two NASA astronauts that just returned to Earth last week from a 64-day trip to the International Space Station and back. The significance of this trip? Well, it's the first ever commercial crewed flight to venture to the International Space Station. Additional feats to this trip include the first splashdown from NASA astronauts since 1975. This is when the Apollo series of flights had concluded. The astronauts also completed various experiments, spacewalks, and activities during their 62 days aboard the station. They completed 1,024 orbits around the Earth and traveled more than 27 million statute miles. Robert Bankin, one of these NASA astronauts that just returned, is now tied for the most conducted spacewalks and the third most total time spacewalking amongst all United States astronauts. The crew landed safely back in the Gulf of Mexico last Sunday and the capsule was safely recovered by SpaceX. SpaceX is already readying for their next mission, which will hopefully take place later this year. Our last story comes to us from The Guardian where six climate scientists and activists were interviewed about their daily actions to combat climate change. Scientists said that they had tried to transition all of their public speaking engagements into virtual talks. And when they go to a particular series, they try to then cluster all of their speaking engagements into one trip. And that way they're getting more bang for their carbon buck. Additional everyday activities that these climate scientists said they partake in include rainwater catchment to water their plants inside their house, switching to an electric car or taking public transportation or merely just walking. Scientists and activists encouraged everyone to be speaking out on every platform they have available. 
Others suggested that they should be using energy-efficient technologies and utilities and appliances in their home, and that recent advancement in these technologies make it very easy to save energy and water in your daily lives. The last action these notable scientists and activists had encouraged everybody to partake in is to vote. They place a heavy importance on voting and suggested that we need to start voting for a better future for our planet. This includes voting for candidates that support climate change policies and to vote for the policies themselves when they appear on the ballot. This is an encouraging sentiment for us here in the United States as the elections are quickly approaching. All right, everybody, there you have it. Three quick stories to start your week and to have a better understanding of what's happening to the planet from around the world. Thanks so much for tuning in. I love and appreciate your support. Continue to share on Spotify, continue to rate on Apple Podcasts, and tune back in on Thursday where we will have an interview with Dr. David Grantstein, a expert on organic farming, who's going to share all about what organic agriculture is and how it can play a role in the sustainability of our food production systems. 